This is Redeeming Masculinity, brought to you by my sexy husband, Matt Kelly. Hey, gentlemen, welcome to episode number four of the podcast. Um, man, I was preparing for the next episode in the five positions series that we're working through. I was going to be talking about uh, loving and leading our wife from on top, um, referring to our characters as men and as husbands. Um, but man, I just, as I was thinking through that episode, I just couldn't shake something. I was thinking about a situation that I know about and I couldn't get it off my mind. And then I started to get really emotional about it. And then I felt a prompting to pause for one episode and say something about it. So that's what I'm going to do tonight. And then I'll get back to work preparing the next episode in the series. Uh, so in this, in this podcast, I want the tone to stay as encouraging as I can to the men that I'm speaking to. I spent a lot of time learning from a man who was um, pretty negative and used intimidation and shaming to bring about change in men, and I don't want to be that. Uh, I always want to build men up from where they're currently at, not tear them down first and then rebuild from this tore down state. And in this episode, although my tone is a little more serious, uh, my intention is that you'll be encouraged and spurred on toward growth. Um, it's just that the men to whom this episode is addressed are at a precipice, uh, a situation that will turn their whole world upside down unless immediate and pretty extreme actions are taken. Another thing, uh, by way of introduction, is that I believe that we have a responsibility as men to speak up for those who cannot speak for themselves. And I know there are a lot of wives out there that find themselves in a situation where they feel trapped and silenced and helpless. How she got to this place, like the specifics of the marriage, the letter here are, are not what this is about, but the fact that she is there um, is what this is about. So tonight, I'd like to speak on her behalf. Um, I even hope this can be used as a tool that she can use if she feels stuck in this place. Maybe that's why you're listening to this right now. Maybe she got a hold of it somehow and did an extremely brave thing and asked you to listen. Um, she did that because she wants you to know some things, but either hasn't known how to put them into words herself, or has tried to say something but doesn't feel heard, or she hasn't said anything because she was too afraid to. Um, the first thing she wants you to know is that she is tired. She's tired of pretending. She's tired of fantasizing. She's tired of living in the state of limbo with one foot in your marriage and one foot out the front door. Um, and she just can't live in this state anymore. She's ready for a change. More than being tired, she wants you to know that she's hurt, man. And you're probably hurt too, I'm guessing. But you've got to hear that your bride, your person, your soulmate is really hurting. And... Uh, that you don't know how bad she's been hurting uh, makes it hurt worse. Uh, 
or if you do and that you haven't done anything to help heal the pain, that's worse still. And I'm sorry to say, but I think you've already lost her heart. Um, she doesn't get to the place I'm about to describe unless her heart has been broken and then guarded for her own self-protection and preservation. Uh, maybe you know that, you felt it, maybe she's turned cold to you and you've grown bitter toward her. You guys sleep back to back, you know, that is if you're sleeping in the same bed still. Uh, I don't know if you just don't know what to do, uh, so you do nothing and hope it goes away, or if you've become so hardened to the situation that you've conceded to live in, in a marriage that's kind of broken and you think, it's fine, we'll just kind of figure it out as we go. Um, but this is where I need you to hear me on her behalf. Um, your wife's at a crossroads right now. Picture her standing at a fork with a path on her left and a path on her right. These paths head in opposite directions from one another, and she's standing there and is seriously contemplating go going down either path. Um, she's open to both options at this point. The path on her left is divorcing you and building a new life. The path on her right is rebuilding a new marriage with you since the one that you guys had before has become invalid. Now, as she looks down the path on her left, she knows it'll give her instant relief. She's so tired and it offers her refuge. She's wounded and it it offers her this picture where she can start a healing process. And she's kind of forgotten who she is, and this path offers her some space to get her head on straight and rediscover who she is. Uh, this path looks fun and free. As she looks down the path a little way, she can see some exciting people down there waiting for her, in inviting her in even. Uh, she may have even dabbled going down this path a little bit and then coming back to the crossroads, you know, experimenting what it'd be like to build a new life, starting to speak to some of these people and seeing what they're like and, and how they make her feel. Um, but she can't see too far down the path. So she's left kind of fantasizing where it leads. And since all the feelings that she has right now toward your marriage are negative, these fantasies that um, she has, they produce this sense of hope and joy for her future. However, there are some fears about taking this path. Um, people are going to hate me, she thinks, and reject me and label me. I don't want to be a divorcee. I never wanted that. This is not how I pictured my life and marriage going. I'm afraid to start all over again. I don't know if I can survive on my own. If you guys have kids together, maybe, um, or a lot of her fears lie around the children. She loves them dearly and knows that a decision to leave the marriage equals them spending the rest of their lives in a divorced parent situation, and that would devastate her. She would feel so ashamed. But then she looks down toward the path on her right, and at what appears to be the entrance of the path, all she, all she can see is a wall of thorn bushes with a sign pointing right into the middle of them, signaling that this is where this path begins. And it seems almost impossible to get through. She sees that to push through the shrubs 
to even get to the pathway is going to require a whole lot of pain. Not to mention the pathway beyond the thorns looks steep and full of obstacles. She stands there exhausted already, so the sight of that kind of path seems almost too much to bear. But beyond the shrubs and on top of the hill that the path leads to, she can see a light shining like a sun setting behind a mountain range and her eyes are fixed there. She can't see what's creating the light, but there's something about it that is alluring to her and it inspires her. Um, it connects with something deep within her core. She remembers why she used to love you so much and how happy she was with you at one point and how beautiful it would be if your marriage could get through this season and be restored and renewed and how happy the kids would be if they had parents who were actually happy and in love with each other again. She dreams of, of what that could look like and it makes her smile. But then her eyes lower and she remembers the steep path in the wall of thorns and her smile goes away and she's brought back to the weightiness of the situation she's in. Now I want you to picture yourself in this scenario. Okay, you're standing 20 feet behind her, watching her look down either path, um, watching her dabble down the path on the left a little and come back and watching her daydream about what's atop the hill on the right, but being brought back down to reality. Now I want you to know that I think this next part of the visualization is what I believe is happening in this moment. If what I'm saying is connecting to your situation and these words were meant for your ears to hear right now, this is what's going on. I want you to picture your wife looking back at you with tears in her eyes. You can see her struggle and you can see that she's scared and confused. Um, she musters up a little half smile accompanied by a little shrug. Uh, as if she's kind of asking you for something. She's asking for your help in deciding which path to go down. On the one hand, she's asking that you would take her hand and that you'd walk with her into those thorn bushes to go through the pain with her. The pain that'll come from looking at all the failure and speaking about all the wounds and being willing to change and grow past where you're at right now. She's asking if you're willing to put in the work that's going to take to climb the hill and overcome the obstacles and be exhausted for a time and put the rest of your life on hold if necessary in order to focus on the healing and building an, a new marriage together with her. Knowing that you don't have her heart, knowing that she may not like you anymore, knowing that, that you're going to have to earn back all her trust, that, that things may never look the same again, um, but it doesn't mean it can't be good. It just will look different and it will require a whole lot of work from both of you to make it work out. All in the hopes that over time, eventually, you'll climb atop that hill together, older and exhausted for sure, but fulfilled because you can look back upon that path in all of its pain and obstacles and together feel that it was worth it because now you get to turn and walk in the light of a new life together with a renewed love for one another 
a new friendship, new experiences, and a new future. She's open to that, you know. She may not look open. She may not feel open at times. But if she's still married to you, especially if she's still residing under the same roof as you, even if it's just a sliver, she's open. And this is what she's asking for from you, if you're willing. However, as she stands there, looking back at you, reaching out her hand, waiting for you to join her in this journey to the right, if you're unwilling to go down that path with her, then she's asking for something else from you right now. She's asking that you would release her. Your marriage isn't working anymore. You know it, she knows it, and that's why she's at this crossroads. That's why you both are standing at this crossroads. She may be open to rebuilding with you, but you have to be as well. And if you're not open to that, if you're unwilling to grow and change and repair and grow, go through that pain with her, well, then you're creating a situation where, for all intents and purposes, you've left the marriage already. And she's left trying to live in an unlivable situation. And she has every right to ask you to end that marriage and release her to start building a new life without you and do that with a clear conscience. Because it's not right, men, to string a wife along through a marriage and lifetime of misery if you're unwilling to work together to make things right again. I would have never said this before. For, for a long time, I was the religious type that would say, if she's unhappy or either of you are unhappy, it's, you know, it's not about happiness. So you just need to stick it out no matter what. But, I, but now I've learned that if she's unhappy because her husband is abusive or neglectful or unfaithful and he's unwilling to change and grow and keep a healthy marriage, thus creating an unlivable situation where he left the marriage already, well... Well, then he's the one. He, he's already broken the covenant. He's broken all the vows and the promises that they made to one another. And she's left living in a marriage that's dead and toxic. And that's not fair. And it's not good or right. You know, I used to think that God would still want her to stay in that. Well, I now know if, if one of my daughters were living with a man who was mistreating her and making her life a hell and unwilling to change... Well, I'd be the first to get her the hell out of there. And I'm sure you would too if you're a daddy to daughters. And and God's a much better daddy than any of us, so why would he feel any differently toward his daughters? You know. So that's the picture. I mean, she's standing there in front of you right now, hand out, waiting for you to respond. Her choice is your choice now. It's your choice together. So what are you gonna do? I mean, how are you gonna respond? If your wife asked you to listen to this, I need you to know that what she did was brave, very brave and vulnerable. She's right now, if she knows you're listening to this, she's dying inside, wondering what you're going to think and how you're going to respond. And you will crush her if you respond in anger or aggression or you shame her. If that's what you do, well, then she knows which decision you're making loud and clear. What she needs from you if you're going to decide to grab her hand and walk into the thorns together is gentleness and love, softness and humility. It wouldn't hurt for you to grab your machete too so you can clear some freaking thorn bushes out of the way. She needs you 
to know, I mean, she needs you to, to let her know that you hear her and see her and understand where she's at, that you're so sorry for letting it get this far and that you are willing to walk with her through this, knowing that it'll take a long time for her to even trust you again or, or be attracted to you again or want to give you her heart again. That may take years and years and years and years, but you're willing to go through that with her if she's open and you're open. Footnote, some men, when confronted with this situation, will do and say whatever it takes to make their wife feel like they're going to um, grab their hand and walk down this hard path with them, but they don't ever actually change or do any of the work of reconciliation. Instead, they just keep hurting her over and over and over again. Well, these men are liars and narcissistic, and the next time your wife comes to a crossroads because of your continued behavior, there will be no question which path she's going to take, because she knows the true answer despite the words that come out. Um, so there's that. Uh, if your wife knows nothing of this podcast, uh, but you're sitting, listening, and knowing in your heart that this is right where your wife is at, what she's going through... Um, well, then I would advise you to take a moment and think hard about the two paths set out before you and your wife, to pray if you pray, to seek advice if that's helpful for you. But don't let another week go by with you two living in limbo. She is standing at this crossroads. Some of you know that of your wife. I mean, this is not for everyone, but some of you know your wife's right there. And the longer that you let her stand there without stepping up and taking her by the hand and ever so gently leading her toward the path on the right, well, then the colder her heart will grow toward you and the easier it will be for her to decide to take that path on the left. So for some of you listening to this, the most important thing right now is for you to acknowledge that this is where your wife is at. This is real where she is. Either she's telling you that's where she is or you're sensing it. Either way, see it for what it is and be gentle as you talk to her about it. But you should talk to her. Ask her good questions about how she's feeling. Don't get defensive, but try to understand where she's coming from. And as you get the whole picture, well, then you really need to do some soul searching on what your next steps are going to be. Okay. And men, I know you're hurting too. In fact, I know there are men out there who are feeling like they're the ones at the crossroads and they're looking back at their wife, asking her if she's willing to take the difficult path on the right with them or if she is willing to release him so that he can be, build a new life without her because she's the one who's already left the marriage and now he's stuck there and silent. So I know that that exists also. I also know that situations like this are often complex and the lines are blurry. It's not always as simple as I've laid it out here, but sometimes sometimes it is. I know of one such marriage right now, and I've known a few others in the past, and the more women that Ani gets to know, the more and more I hear stories like this, where the wife feels silenced and trapped inside of a marriage with a man who either has no clue that she's feeling like this, which is scary, and I just... I, I wish the men would know, you know, or he does know and he is unwilling to do anything about it. So, so that's why tonight I just really felt this urge to give those women a voice 
and ask on their behalf if you decide if you're going to make, you know, work on your marriage or if you're going to end it. But she needs you to make a decision. She can't live in this limbo state anymore. I think that she wants your marriage to turn around. I really do. But that takes both of you to work that out. And if she is open to you still, then it's your move to make right now. Okay. I want you to know that I'm here. If you need any, if you need someone to talk this through, I think that the worst thing that you can do is nothing at all. I would hate to see your marriage end, but I know that that happens, and sometimes it's for the best. I would love to see you and your wife rebuild a new marriage together, and I'd be willing to help you fight for that if that is what you decide to do. Okay, so I'll leave you to it now, gentlemen. I think your wife is expecting you now. Thank you for listening. Good night. Thanks so much for listening. Please don't forget to follow this podcast from whatever platform you are listening from. Down in the show notes, you should find a link to the members-only Facebook group. If you'd like to join us, we would love to have you. And if you have nothing better to spend your money on, you could throw a couple dollars at this podcast to help support future episodes by following the listener support link in the show notes. We would truly appreciate your support. See you next time. Got a big start, got a good heart. First gotta say that, gotta think smart. Trying to make moves, breaking my wrists, getting those kills, getting assists.